0: This is the place to come if you care about getting your period regularly. This podcast aims to educate, inform, and keep you motivated on your period and HA recovery track. So let's dive in. But last thing, nothing on the show should be taken as medical advice, so please seek the advice of your physician. Hey, are you trying to recover and maybe even fall pregnant naturally? or head to our website and you'll find a link for it and find when the next available presentation is going to be. That's thehasociety.com forward slash masterclass. Hello, welcome back to my channel. Today I'm recording a video for you guys on diagnosing HA. I've done this before, but I want to do it a little bit differently. More about um, just do you need a medical professional to diagnose you with ha and this isn't a yes or no i'm just going to talk about like uh, what we see and how ways that you can consider whether or not that's a route you want to take when we do um consult calls with people for coaching so you can work with us right fill out an application and then we'll send you the option to just straight discuss coaching do you want to be a client like straight out the gate or we'll do a pre-consult with people where they just pay $80. We take them through our intake process. We look at their lab work, all that kind of thing. Give them feedback on their diagnosis and maybe even a strategy to move forward. Then if they do want to work with us to move forward in that process, we'll like take the $80 off their coaching fee and so on and so forth and we'll move on our way. And in that ooh, in that process, we we come across a lot of like, I'm not sure I wanna take this recovery route until I know for certain this is HA, right? And that's fair enough. The thing is, it's not really that hard to know if you have HA. So what we do find too is some people have already got like lab tests that confirm it or something like that, but they've heard like one piece of contradictory information, maybe from a medical professional and they can't let it go because to take the process of resting more and eating enough to gaining weight to get their period back is such a huge, I know I sound like being sarcastic with this, but you guys know I've been there too, right? I totally get it. But making that decision to eat more and rest is such a huge commitment. It's like getting a bone marrow transplant. It's like a huge decision um, that some of us will go to the end of the earth to find out exactly if this is HA before you're willing to even try recovery, right? Um, and so certainly before people are willing to invest money in our program, and that totally makes sense. I think that that's fair. They wanna get help from the right practitioner um, before they like invest the money and, and go down that path. So when we do our consults and we have our new clients, we look at the lab work that they may get from their practitioner. And some people won't always get lab work. And that's okay, we can usually figure it out. Having lab work helps us be 110% sure. Without lab work, generally we can be 100% sure <laughs> of what's going on for the most part. And then there's a few people where it's a bit like, oh, maybe maybe you're actually dealing with some kind of PCOS or a situation of both. Um, you know, it can get a bit more complex, but that's what the calls are for, right? So. A lot of people, including the Internet, um, will be like, get medical professionals advice. Totally agree. Full disclaimer, I'm not a medical professional, like I'm not a doctor, I can't tell you what to do. But here's what we see. We see a lot of poor help and information from a lot of different practitioners in the medical field. Some of them are on top of it, more and more we're coming across practitioners, GPs, OBGYNs, these the people um, who are aware of H.A. But more often than not, they're just confused. Well, ma'am, you your BMI is totally perfect. Doesn't make any sense. You don't look like you have H.A. Your lab work is all coming back normal. Blah, blah, blah. You don't have H.A. You probably have PCOS or unexplained infertility or just like, I just don't think your period is missing because you're over-exercising. It's probably something else you'll probably find. You're about to ovulate, look at your lab work. Even though you're not about to ovulate, (laughs) your lab work always looks this way. We see a lot of that, so it's not helpful, right? Um, And so to say like, your medical professional, when it comes to HA, should have the last say, I'm just not there guys, I can't do it, I can't advocate for it. I just can't say that your doctor is the best at Determining your diagnosis because I've just, that's not what I've seen in practice. That's just not our experience. So, hey, do you know what your blind spots are? As in, do you know what it is, what the thing is that is holding you back? from getting your period back look it could be an absolute plethora cornucopia of things but in our practice what we tend the first place we tend to go is what behaviors and habits do you have around food that you may be still doing and these are called blind spots because we just don't necessarily always know that they're an unhelpful habit Or that it's something that we're doing. Whether it be a subconscious or conscious need to control our food or our body. Or whether it be something that you've just done for so long that it feels normal. And like a preference even. We have created a checklist. It's a three-page checklist that goes through food types, behaviors around food, and mindsets around food. And what you do is you go through the lists and you check off and you see which ones are you doing, whether it be daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and how are they potentially affecting your recovery today? So it's a really simple checklist. It's just three pages. You go through it. There's a very simple scoring system to help you figure out um, how much this may be impacting your recovery. And it's just an insightful thing for you to do to help you reflect and then you can journal about it or you can learn more about it, and just start really working at any of the boxes that you checked and understanding that they're playing a role in your recovery so to get the checklist all you have to do is go to the ha forward slash blind spot and we'll send it straight through to you you can print it off And you can check on it every now and then. I always recommend a reflection point every like four to six weeks. How are you going? Are you still checking that behavior off? Or have you, you know, systematically kicked it to the curb? So check it out. It's the hasociety.com forward slash blind spot. And it will be waiting for you there. You can go to your doctor, but be aware that they might get it wrong. But it's helpful to get the lab work, so get it anyways, right? And then you can bring it to a practitioner. You can take that lab work to like us and we'll review it and tell you what, what it is, right? We'll look at um, estrogen, progesterone, LH, FSH, prolactin just to like rule out hyperprolactemia or something like that. Um, and you know, some other markers can be helpful too, like uh, fasting, glucose, HA1C. But for the most part, those reproductive hormones, estrogen, progesterone, um, LH and FSH, uh, are going to be like really, really helpful for helping us see, are you low? Are you normal? Are you low normal? Or is everything elevated? Right? And if it is all low or normal and you have not had a period like for a year or more, we can stop talking about PCOS. We can stop talking about these other things. You resonate with the stories we're telling you you have a history of exercise, you have a history of controlling your weight, you have a history of dieting, you're highly strong, perfectionistic type A yada yada, we can just like face the fact at this point that we have the labs to resolve it, we have all of the symptoms that go with it, you know, we just like make, this makes sense for us, we can just go with it at this point. You know, that's kind of all you need is to see those numbers and whether or not they match up with the reference ranges inside of HA. And if you're in the HA Society, if you're a member of our community, you will have access to those reference ranges and ways to kind of look at whether or not you have HA. Or you can do a consult with us to figure it out but I just, I just wanted to share that with you if you're on the fence about like my is this HA, is this not situation. And I have other videos about like PCOS versus HA, getting your diagnosis, things like that. We have tons of resources for it. But it's just important. It's just important that you know that like, with this topic, the medical field doesn't have it down yet. They're not ready and that's okay. We have compassion for this right they're not training it they're not seeing it where in a world where it seems like the bigger problem is actually obesity not girls being too healthy this is just confusing it's totally confusing it makes sense that it's confusing and that it's not where most doctors go when 9 out of their 10 clients are dealing with the result of living you know sedentary highly processed food based lives you know what i mean then you come in and you're totally throwing them for a loop Right? So we get it, we have to take that context into account, we have to be compassionate, I know that not all of our doctors are going to fully understand what it takes to get this diagnosis, that anyone can have this, even if you're a normal body weight, even if you don't have an eating issue, you know, these things. These are really important to remember if you're trying to get your diagnosis. I hope this was helpful, guys. Um, if you have any questions about your diagnosis please let me know and remember again you can chat with us you can send us your lab work you can or you can just go through our intake process where we really vet ask you a lot of questions to understand how you're eating how you're exercising your history to help you get to the bottom of like is this the right path for me is this actually my issue we can do all that so i have links in the show notes to work with us in a coaching capacity or join the AJ society which is our kind of community where we group coach and you have direct access to us you can ask questions through the dms and things to me and our other coaches um so it's really cool if you just have like a question here or there so go learn about that it's all in the show notes below if this was a helpful episode for you amazing i'm so glad let's talk soon let me know in the comments and like and subscribe because it brings me joy because it brings me so much joy okay bye guys Hey there, it's me, Danny, and I want to tell you about Temp Drop as a fertility awareness method tracking option. So, many of you guys know that we actually recommend the fertility awareness method both as you're going through recovery and 100% after you have gotten some cycles back and you're starting to move forward for the rest of your reproductive years. So, Temp Drop itself is a wearable fertility monitor and we love it. It's a wearable device, so you put it around your arm, and you can use that instead of taking your temperature manually with a thermometer each morning. So I'm personally a big fan of the manual tracking, all of us at the HA Society are, and that's the method that we use, you know, just using a good old thermometer. We use that with our clients because it's the best way to use it as a diagnostic tool, as a practitioner, And it's also the best way to ensure if you're trying to avoid pregnancy that you don't get pregnant. However, manual temping for many reasons is just not always an option. When you're in the middle of recovery, again, we do recommend manual temping, but once you're cycling, the temp drop is actually a really great hack. So it gives you basically everything you need to effortlessly track your fertility status, like where you are in your monthly cycle. So you wear the temp drop sensor while you're sleeping for accurate basal body temperature readings without the stress of early morning wake-ups. So I personally love this because with a toddler, my wake-up times are all over the place and the occasional sleep disruptions make using an oral thermometer a lot more difficult. So temp drops accompanying charting app enables you to track an array of symptoms alongside your basal body temperature This includes tracking your cervical mucus if you've been using OPKs. And then it also gives you sleep insights too. So you can combine these fertility signs all in one place and that will help you identify your fertile window, confirm ovulation, plan for your period. And if you're trying to get pregnant, you know, identify whether or not you are pregnant. (laughs) So whether you're trying to conceive or avoiding pregnancy or you want to chart for health reasons, like HA recovery, making sure your cycle's not slipping back in the HA direction. TempDrop makes fertility awareness accessible to all women, even if you don't have regular cycles or sleeping patterns. So track your ovulation in real time with the TempDrop. And we are lucky enough to have a 15% off code. So if you go to their website, they're usually having a sale, but you can stack this Code on top of the existing code. So just go to tempdrop.thehasociety.com and use the code afhasociety Society. I think, too, if you just go to tempdrop.com and, and use um, AFHA Society at the checkout, that will work too. So happy temping and good luck. <music> This episode is brought to you by Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules. Did you know that in terms of nutrient density, beef liver actually blows vegetables and fruits out of the water? If you're a client of mine, you have already been instructed to eat beef liver either fresh or in capsule form. I recommend it for anyone and everyone who is, of course, dealing with amenorrhea and fertility challenges out there, but I may even recommend it for just everyone in general. Get your husbands on it. Get your partners on it. If you have a history of HA and add on top of that, maybe a history of the pill, maybe you've been pregnant before, you know, through treatments or other, like you've just, your body's been through anything, you know, you're absolutely 100% dealing with a nutrient deficiency of some kind. And while it's true that testing is going to be the best way to understand those exact deficiencies. Eating nutrient dense, real food is going to be one of the most important next steps that you take with or without testing. So, I've been using and recommending Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules for years now. And the capsule form makes it so easy to get your liver in every day. And I appreciate the transparency of this product in particular above others. So, in case you're wondering, it's completely natural. This is freeze-dried beef liver in capsules. It's organic, it's made from Australian beef and my favorite of their products is the liver with kelp because of the iodine from the kelp which is important for overall thyroid function which is often low in women with underperforming hormones. So rather than eat seaweed snacks every day, I get to take this beef liver with the kelp for my iodine. So if you're recovering or working on a fertility journey right now, do not skimp the nutrient-rich source of beef liver. Get 10% off your order with the HA Society and support your favorite podcast along the way. They ship to most countries, so you should be covered. Just go to grasslandnutrition.net and use HA Society, just HA Society, at the checkout for the 10% off. That's grasslandnutrition.net with the code HA Society. Thank you so much for listening today, guys. Please subscribe to the podcast. And if you could head to iTunes specifically and leave a rating or review, that would help so much because it makes it easier for other people with HA who are Googling around to find the podcast really easily. So if you do that, you're doing a service to all of the women.